I told you that when we were in like housekeeping and we're talking, should we introduce ourselves? Um, oh yeah, what are we doing? Yeah. We, it's been so long we that we haven't. We'll put this at the beginning, so so it won't be jarring and confusing. This is X Reader, a uh, fan fiction and sometimes just internet reading and appreciation podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm Michael. And I'm Jordan, <laughs> and we're here to talk web. But first, yeah. um, just a little bit of catching up. So, uh, Michael, I have a story to tell you about something really dumb that I did to myself this morning. Yeah, you said you hurt yourself, what, yeah. but I haven't heard what happened yet. So yeah, so, lay it so, on me. Um, so this is my first of all. Are you okay? I'm fine. How badly are you hurting? It's not that bad. It's gross though. So this okay. is this is my French press. Okay. All so right. this is Jordan's my one. holding up a. Uh, what appears to be a French press, some sort of a jury-rigged contraption that he's built out of leftover aquarium parts. Okay, so I use this French press for tea, you know, um, uh-huh. because, like, I buy loose tea, and I make it in this French press. Now, there's a second French press in the house. This one's mine. The other one is for coffee, um, although I don't tend to use it that often because I, uh, I usually make, like, you know, my own, like, cold brew. It doesn't matter. The point is that this is my French press. This is not the French press to blame. I want to make that clear. This is a good boy. So there's a second one. A family member this morning... It was like, do you want to make a cup of coffee? You know, a pot of coffee for everyone. I was like, okay, fine. So I went and got the French press from the kitchen, which is made of metal, mm-hmm. and it's smaller than this the one. The coffee French press. That French press fucking sucks. It's, uh, <laughs> we have, like, hard water here. I think that over time, like, the screen on it has gotten clogged up. Whatever it is, it always gives me immense trouble pushing down the plunger. And it's not because I'm putting in too much fucking coffee. Um, like, it just, like, it has, it has trouble, like, you know depressing the, the plunger in it. So this morning, and how I always do it, is you put the coffee, I put a little bit of coffee in the bottom, I take water from the hot water spout, just enough to get the coffee wet so that it can start seeping, um, steeping, it's <laughs> seeping, <Ugh. laughs> um, and then I boil some water. So I was in a hurry, I took the boiling water, poured it directly into the French press, went to press down on the top, it was giving me trouble, so I just like sort of like muscled in there to try to just force it down because this one's made of metal. You know, there was no worry that I was going to smash it. And um, the whole thing tilted sideways and like exploded boiling water all over me. Um, so oh, I just no. so I just sent you a picture. So you can't tell. Oh, I just got a picture in my webcam. Oh god! But uh, I just oh, no. I scalded my fucking face and melted part of my lip off. Um, Jesus! <laughs> with burning water. John just sent me a photo of him with second degree burns. And I've got like a silver dollar sized patch of missing skin on my chest. Oh my god! <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah. Can I, I thought you said you weren't. You were okay. Yeah. No, you can't. You can't see. You can see how shiny it is, though. Um, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was how my morning started. Instead of getting to have some coffee and start my day, I just fucking burned myself all over and was in the shower under, like, cool water for 20 minutes, like, waiting to see how much skin came off and if I needed to go to the doctor. Um, oh, no. <laughs> God. It was like, I was like, I bet I'm fine. Because, okay, my shirt got soaked, and I immediately flung my shirt off, like, so that, like, I wouldn't keep yeah. getting burned. Um, and then I was like... I had coffee grounds all over me. They're in my fucking hair and like in my eyebrows. <laughs> and um, <laughs> like, so I ran to the bathroom and like by the time I got to the bathroom, I had a fucking like, like I said, like a silver dollar size blister forming on my chest. 
Like, oh my god! And my fucking lip was just like stinging like crazy. And I looked in the mirror, and there was just like a big white bubble on like my lip and under my eye and on my fucking chin. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Yeah, no, it was fucking horrible. <laughs> so that was like the start to my day being a mondo fucking uh, <laughs> a fucking mondo mega brain idiot, just trying to like <laughs> trying to like caveman style like get my coffee made. You know, like. <laughs> Oh man. God. So so yeah, so that was uh that was that. I just wanted to tell you about it cuz I th- I didn't even make it funny. I got no jokes to tell. I just was no. I was really it's fucking dumb. It's just a bad dumb. thing that happened. Yeah, just just po- doused myself in boiling water. Did everything wrong at every step. You're supposed to let the water cool down a little before you add it to the coffee cuz it burns the grounds, although I don't personally care that much about that. You're not you're definitely yeah. not supposed to fight the French press. <laughs> Like, if it doesn't go down. Like, I'm on, like, these fucking, like, tile counters just with both hands on it, fucking, like, (laughs) putting all my weight into it. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. My grandma comes and hears um... me fucking, my grandma hears me hollering and comes over and is like, what can I do? And I was like, just go sit down. Go back to what you were doing. Leave me alone. And she's like, can I help? I'm like, no, you can't. Go go sit down. Leave. This (laughs) is your fault. You Uh, did this to me. I felt bad for yelling, but I was just like, I just wanted to be like alone with the problem. You know, yeah. <laughs> and like like I didn't want anybody tr- talking in my ear trying to help because I was trying to assess if I had really hurt myself or not. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <clears throat> well, Jesus, I, I don't really have anything that tops that. So I say we just uh, we just transition into it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm really sorry that you burned yourself, Jordan. But um, uh, there's not really a great way. I don't think I could transition into this cause it's not really related. We didn't plan you burning yourself with a French press as part of the intro. No. So, um, I'm just going to jump into the introduction. Yeah. You could even cut that whole part out. You know, I, under- I, I, I thought maybe it would be funny, but you know, I think I'm a little too close to it. I'm a little too traumatized. You know, I can't yeah, laugh. You're, a little, you're still a little tender about uh, it. I'm and I understand bu- why <laughs> I'm a little butthurt at myself. Yeah. I'm a little butthurt that I burned myself. <laughs> What we started on this podcast doing is we've done some different stuff recently, but what we started doing and what we still love to do is tackling fan fictions that uh, we think need more exposure to the wider world, whatever we can offer in a different form. Um, Today's episode uh, is a little unique in that the fan fiction we're going to be reading is, I believe, the oldest fan fiction that we have read for this show. Is this like GeoCities status? This is like from the like late 90s? How how old is old? This fan fiction was published August 17th, 1999. Oh shit. So this is a this is an old fan fiction. This is a deep cut. Yeah, it took ju- it took it took gumption to get online and write a fan fiction at this time, yeah. you know. This was like a real creative writing project for this person, not like the like textual, you know, uh, diarrhea that not in terms of quality, but in terms of the way that it forcefully gushes out of people. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> like, I mean, I think it was gushing. I think it was just there was less of a, the, you know, the, it wasn't the as haphazard. You had to climb. Yeah, <laughs> you had to you had to really put in work to get it out there, which nowadays it's obviously much easier, much more accessible. Um, so what what property are we dealing with here? So the the fan fiction itself is called Leprechauns, uh, and it is a short St. Patrick's Day themed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles story. <laughs> okay, I was about to say, it's just St. Patrick's Day? That's not a fan fiction, that's just fiction. <laughs> yeah, that's not a fan fiction, that's just my life. <laughs> okay, so it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh boy, yeah. for 
that their friend. Okay. Is the leprechaun so, yeah, a mutant I, freak? He's a mutant uh, Irishman. Well, these, uh, yeah, but he's but he's not really a mutant. He's just like owns a bar there in Queens, and he has a cleft palate. And then, yeah, and they, yeah <laughs> he's, he's shorter than most, and wears a green hat. Yeah, and the, and the turtles decided that fucking you know after beating up Baxter Stockman and stealing his van on their crime spree across the city, that <laughs> they saw this fucking this man taking out the garbage cans, and were like, oh, <laughs> they saw Mark. You know, they went out and whipped his oh, ass. Mark. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Nobody ever talks about the 1990s crime spree that revolved around three turtles, three men who called themselves turtles and dressed <laughs> up in green suits. <laughs> um, okay, so I was gonna say, let me read a little bit there about the author. There are four of them. But, huh? There are four of them. Whoa. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Did I say three? I have a shell of a time. Yeah, you said you said three. And I, I'm I, sorry. You saw me hitting that bong, so maybe I'm not as sharp as I could be. But I was like, you know, it was, <laughs> in my brain was making like cartoon, like you know, machine sounds, like boink, boink, boink. Like how how many are there? How many turtles yeah. are there? <laughs> Michelangelo, Donatello. <laughs> I can't even think of three, but I think there's four. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I guess I, I totally zoned out. No, no, there are four turtles. We know them. We love them. They're named after Renaissance painters. Mm-hmm. Um, frankly, I don't know all that much about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because, like, it's not one of those. It's something that I watched as a kid. I watched, like, the WB, like, a remake of the show. But it's not something that I ever, like, went back to. Like, yeah. And there was never any, like, Ninja Turtles video games that came out or or any other things that I watched that, like, no. kept the, sh- the series, like, fresh in my mind. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so the- Shredder's, like, a ninja, but he's all, I think in that version he was also, like, a robot. And yes. then, like, the Ninja Turtles, you know, they're mutant then that got turned into men, turtle men. <laughs> Because there's like radioactive slime in the sewers, and that's there's a rat who used to be a man. It's ooze. So yeah, I don't um, really have much to add. Yeah, so he didn't used to be a man. No, he he didn't used to be a man. He was a pet Are we rat. Sure? He was a pet rat that lived in a karate studio, and the oh, shredder right. and the shredder's men in a racketeering scheme came and killed him. Uh, when they were making collections, I think, and the rat like fled into the sewers where he was exposed to the ooze. So. In one telling of the story, I could be getting them mixed up because there's multiple at this point, right? Yeah, because I watched the the like the reboot version in the 2000s, but I did watch some of the 80s slash 90s cartoon like um, on like VHS tapes as a kid. In particular, I brought up Baxter Stockman because like that was one of the episodes that I watched as a kid, which like is already like a fucked up body horror story. He gets like turned into an awful fly man because he's like an homage to the fly in the original show. Yeah. And then in the 2000 show, it's even more of an homage to the fly because instead of just getting zapped and immediately being an awful monster, in the 2000s version, he like goes home and hallucinates and his skin falls off. And no, oh, it's fucking terrible. Um, terrifying. Yeah. You can relate, huh? Yeah. Uh, and Shredder and Krang are like meshed into <laughs> gonna, the same character. <laughs> in the in the <laughs> reboot version, the Shredder and Krang are like mixed into like the same character. I think because yeah, those weird squid like the things. It turns out that Shredder is like a robot body that like the little squid monster is living inside of. Um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why every time we do an episode I have to ramble about my history with the property. Um, no, I, 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 I think that's fun. <laughs> I like to think it's a you know an important part of the show at this point. Um, yeah, all the all I, the 
TMNT, like which uh, like video games, the ones that people really like came out before we were cognizant. Like it was like Turtles in Time, which I've never played, and I think that's the one that ever like the beat 'em up that everyone loves. The only Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game I had was on the Super Nintendo, and it was a tournament fighter. Like, and my favorite character from the game was named Wingnut, and I loved him because he had a move where, if you did it right, he would, like, latch on and, like, drink blood from the character you're fighting. Turns out he was made for the game. So my favorite, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles monster, <laughs> like, is was invented for a game that I, seemingly I'm the only person who's ever played. It's up there on that shelf. Yeah, yeah he will, yeah. yeah. Your favorite character is one that will never be returning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a bummer. I know that feeling. Um, no, I think talking about, just to address that really quick i think talking about your history with the franchise is important when it comes to a fan fiction because as you know we're, we're fan fiction connoisseurs at this point i don't think that's like unreasonable to say and uh you know but to play the 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 reader or the viewer or the listener to to play that kind of person who's experiencing it you have to you have to you know you wouldn't be clicking on a fan fiction uh, for a property that you had knew nothing about. Like nobody would do that. The whole point of a fan fiction is to say, well, what does this person think about, you know, this character yeah. in this show? I like nobody's mm-hmm. like, nobody's like discovering avatar, the last airbender through fan fiction. You know, that's not, <laughs> they wouldn't bother, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you're right. I think uh, it's also a way of like revealing bias and also acknowledging blind spots, you know, because if anyone yeah. who was listening was a big fan of the property, you know, and we didn't acknowledge that, like, we're not that familiar with the 80s show. Because at we this point, we didn't acknowledge Wingnut. Yeah. If we didn't acknowledge, be, if we didn't acknowledge Wingnut, then people would be, be really upset. Um, so like, but you know, like, so if anything, ha- just like in the Sonic one, where it didn't end up being that relevant, but we were like, we don't know much about the Sonic extended universe. You know, yeah. um, it's the same thing. Like, because TMNT and then the CG movie that seemed like it was ostensibly based in the same universe as the TMNT cartoon from like the early 2000s but I'm not sure like that's like where my familiarity like begins and ends that in the live action movies so like yeah. um so if this is going to be steeped in you know like cartoon you know in like 80s cartoon lore and like we say ignorant things you know I don't want anyone to you know get their get the wrong idea you know we're not misrepresenting the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles we're ignorant you know well lucky Please. for you Jordan <laughs> <laughs> Lucky for you, Jordan. I don't think that we're the ones who are going to be saying the ignorant things in this fanfiction. <laughs> oh no, so. T- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles get racist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's kick this off. This is uh, Leprechauns, a short St. Patrick's Day TMNT story by Micah. And remember, once again, this was uploaded August seventeenth, nineteen ninety nine. I was. Four years old when this came out. Yeah, when this, this was published. Author's note, there is use of stereotype in this story, and please don't be offended. I just think that if you shoot at a New Yorker, they're going to say a lot nastier things than Raph says. (laughs) And this is pre-9-11, so who knows what they're going to say. Raphael sat watching TV. There was nothing good on, just some reruns and soap operas, but he didn't have anything else to do. Splinter was off on a sabbatical in the mountains somewhere. Leo (laughs) was reading something in the kitchen, and Don was holed up in his lab as usual. All in all, a normal day. Raph thought briefly about uh, where Mike might be, but he couldn't come up with an answer. So he returned returned his full attention to channel surfing. 
A little while later, his unconcerned question was answered when Mike popped up with a green plastic top hat on his head. What the hell have you got on your head? Raph asked. It's my hat. Do you know what today is? Mike said enthusiastically. Nope, said Raph. Can't say I really care either. It's St. Paddy's Day. Oh, the luck of the Irish, Mike said happily what? with a Celtic accent, ignoring <laughs> Raph's cynicism. <laughs> Why is he Jamaican? <laughs> oh, the luck of the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> well, we turtles sure do love that sticky green. <laughs> that ooze. That ooze. <laughs> so... It's just another holiday, so humans can get drunk and party. No different from New Year's, Christmas, or any of the other ones. Raph, Mike said, dropping the accent. It's not like that. It's gonna be the most funniest holidays, right up there with Halloween. Oh, I just sent a guide so that, because I forget who is who. So this is going to help yeah. me to remember to well, look at. The only ones that are hard to remember are Leo and Donatello. And Donatello, because yeah, because, yeah. They're forgettable and boring. Yeah, because, right, <laughs> Leonardo is the pragmatic one and Donatello is the techie one, right? That's, yeah. okay. Yeah, Donatello so. has the gadgets and Leonardo is the buzzkill. He's like the <laughs> leader because he's like, I'm the one who's not a fucking dumbass. And Michelangelo's the pizza boy and Raphael's Batman. So, all right, we got it. <laughs> yeah, Raphael is Shadow the Hedgehog and Michelangelo's <laughs> Tails. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Just wanted to. So so it's no the, no no. It's okay. <laughs> I, I thought I thought for a second you were sending me a picture of the turtles as Jamaicans, and I was worried. Um, That'd be great if I could cook it up that fast. <laughs> <laughs> just really fat. You better not lose lose interest and start photoshopping something. Whatever, Raph said, turning back to the TV. Mike plopped down next to him on the couch. So. He asked, you coming topside with me tonight? No. Aw, Raph, please? No, I'm going to sit here and watch TV tonight. Aw, please? No. Please? No. Please? No, and that's final. Then there's dot, dot, dot. I still can't believe you. I let you talk me into this, Mikey, Raph grumbled. Ah, uh, okay, smash cut to them walking in their trench coats out yeah. out on the street. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know how it is. You're a good director, Jordan. You know exactly <laughs> what the writer's going for. <laughs> oh, relax, Raph. It'll be fun, Mike answered as he climbed outside of the manhole. Yeah, whatever, Raph mumbled to himself as he followed. So, where first, oh, ma oh okay. So, oh, where first, oh, master of St. Patrick's Day nightlife. Okay. <laughs> Raph asked cynically. <laughs> you see why I had trouble with that sentence? Yeah. Uh, right on the other side of the block. The parade should be coming in about half an hour. And I missed Jerry Springer for this, Raph grumbled. <laughs> does Raphael, does Raphael, like, uh, stand out to you as, like, a Jerry Springer fan? He seems like he'd be really disgusted, you know, in, in how people are being taken advantage of, you know? He'd rather be out, you know, beating up, like, homeless teenagers who are, like, you know, stealing radios out of people's cars for, uh, you know, like, drug money than he, you know, you know what I mean? Like, isn't that, like, what he's all about? In fact, the fact that he's like, I want to stay in and, and sleep, it's like, it's a major holiday, people are out there getting drunk, he'd be out there, you know, slashing the tires yeah. of possible drunk drivers. And, like, <laughs> slashing the tires <laughs> of possible drunk drivers. Yeah, you know, you know what? <laughs> preventative crime. In today's news, 7,000 cars had their tires slash on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> 
but that's right, you know, like that that's the type of shit that Raphael gets up to, you know. The, the streets ran green with autofix tire foam. <laughs> <laughs> it was surprisingly uh surprisingly on topic for St. Patrick's yeah. Day. Yeah, <laughs> a festive disaster to be sure. Yeah. <laughs> Ra- Raphael's just watching watching the news and he smashes the glass that it's in his hand. <laughs> Uh, does he strike me as a Jerry Springer fan? No, I don't know. Raphael yeah. would probably... He fucking rewatches fucking Fight Club. Or I guess he reads the book. Uh, <laughs> he, re- 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 he repeatedly reads Fight Club. It's and the thing where he like he's watched <laughs> it so many times that when you like... With the, the shot of him watching it is it shows Fight Club on the TV and then it, it slowly pans over to Raphael. And he's not saying anything out loud, but you can see him like mouthing the words because he knows the scene. He knows yeah. all the scenes exactly. <laughs> Oh, come on, Raph. We want to get a good spot to see from, Mike said, purposely ignoring his brother's foul attitude about the whole thing. Put this on. You'll blend in better. He held out a green felt hat, which Raph eyed warily. No, (laughs) I am not wearing that, Raph said decisively. Well, just hold on to it in case you change your mind, Mike said, deciding not to press the issue. Raph took the hat and put it in the pocket of the green suit coat that Mike had dug up for the occasion. Glad his brother wasn't going to argue with him, at least. At least not about this. The two turtles slipped out of the dark alley they had been hiding in, and, uh, hiding in and into the crowd. Raph felt incredibly nervous and exposed being in this crowd without his normal drab disguise on. Mike was a little skittish as well, but he hid it better. As they neared the front of the crowd... Go ahead. So he's just wearing just a green felt hat? No, I think they're wearing green suits. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, but they're not wearing, like, overcoats. They're just wearing green suits. I got distracted because you mentioned the, the, the felt hat. As they neared the front of the crowd, a little girl tugged on her mom's hand and pointed to Mike. Look, Mommy, a leprechaun. Mike grinned, and he got down on one knee, closer to the girl's lev- level. He tipped his hat cordially, donning his best Celtic accent, and said, Aye, me lady, how you be? <laughs> now I can't. Now I'm doing Jamaican accidentally. <laughs> God damn it. You fucking hexed me. You hexed me, Jordan. <laughs> they, can be, they can be Irish Jamaicans. It's fine. <laughs> New York City has a, is the melting pot. <laughs> Oi, look, mommy. It's a leprechaun. Aye, me lady, how you be? The little girl giggled. Raph rolled his eyes. Come on, Marnie, the little girl's mom said. It's just some men in suits. They're probably here for the parade. She led the little girl away. This is 1999. What year did um, uh, Top of the Morning to You come out? Top of the Morning to Me? Isn't that what it's called? It's the song that's like, I'm Irish, but I'm not a leprechaun. Like, <laughs> by the House of Pain. But, you know. I'm not familiar. What the do you mean Irish, you're not familiar? The, the only Top Irish of the morning to you. The only <laughs> Irish song I know is the like, I drink a whiskey drink, I drink a vodka drink, I They're drink British. a cider drink, I drink a lager drink. It's They're British. British. Yeah, They've yes. never been British. T- Chumba Wumblers? Yeah, they were like a British art like collab. Like fucking, they're absolutely British. That song, by the way, is a, is a, is a condemnation of, of uh, fucking like a lack of class consciousness. That's why they're making fun of them for going and getting drunk after working hard instead of, you know. So it's anti-Irish. They're not Irish! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's all coming together now, isn't it, Jordan? (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, the song fucking... came out in 1992. So if they don't reference it, if they don't what reference about train chasers, is that is that Irish? I don't know any Irish music. Tra- oh, train train watchers, train spotting. They're Scottish. It's shite to be Scottish. They say it in the movie. How sure about that are you? I'm 100 percent sure. <laughs> They're Scottish. Uh, there, uh, there's plenty of good Scottish Are you sure Scottish there's nothing exports. I can't do to change your mind? <laughs> <laughs> you could Google it, but uh, I know you'd be wrong, so, you know. I'm not going to Google it. You're not, not going to Google, Google it. it. I know I'm right. <laughs> Bye-bye, sh- Mr. Leprechaun. The little girl called back to them. Mike waved. Raph elbowed him with a smirk. Come on, Mr. Leprechaun. Let's get going. Okay. So they're off to have a good time. They're off to have a good time. People aren't, uh, people don't know that they're turtles. You know, their disguises are, are, you know, maintained. Uh, you know, there, there's probably some, there's, there's some classical Irish music playing, you know, there's some, uh, playing a jig. What's, yeah, there, you know, what, what, like, what'd you say? The top of the morning to you, that's playing. Yeah, the the, uh, the most classical of like a white rap. (laughs) (laughs) You've got, (laughs) um, so they're playing top of the morning to you, uh, by House of Pain, they're playing yeah, like they're playing American Mario. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> they're playing, uh, yeah, they're playing uh, uh, the Tub Thumpers. Um, yeah, they're playing something from Boston. What's from Boston? Aren't there a lot of Irish yeah. people there? Uh, shipping out to Boston. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're playing. Um, playing uh, Snow Billy, Patrol. Billy Talent. <laughs> Cast off the crotch that kills the pain. <laughs> They're playing that song. Uh, red red flag waving. Black flag waving. Red flag waving. Is Sinead O'Connor Irish? They're playing some Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> Is Sinead O'Connor Irish? I don't know, Jordan. What do you think? <laughs> you can't tell me that wasn't fun, Mike said to Raph as they sat in the alley after the parade. <laughs> so I guess we don't get to see the parade. Raph took off the felt hat that Mike had finally persuaded him to wear. He fiddled with the lapel on his green coat. He had to admit, once the parade had gotten started, he forgot about being surly and really started to have some fun. Some cute girls had liked Mike and his leprechaun costume so much that they pulled them into the parade and they'd walked with them for a while. Of course, this was New York City. About a thousand other people thought it was a good idea, too. Parades in this town sure got interactive. So... Mike asked. Also, I'll just say this. It's weird that the author keeps calling him Mike. Like, I would say Mikey. I feel like Mikey. he's, like, called Mikey in the show a lot. Maybe that came later. Maybe he was Mike a lot. Although, you're right. I think that they called him Mikey. And he keeps calling him Raph instead of... Well, Raphael's a mouthful. Yeah. Well, so. I understand Raph. I've heard Raph. But I've ne- I have I feel like whenever they would call... They wouldn't call him Mike. They'd call him Mikey. Well, maybe this guy is just, like, you know... Maybe there's supposed to be a little accent above the E. <laughs> Mikey. Oh, yeah. Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, Raph is starting to relax now that Mike blew some fucking, chiefed some doinks into those, like, exposed <laughs> glands on the outside of his head. You know, like, some fucking assholes will blow smoke into a dog's ear. Like, yeah. it's like that, but just with a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get they- even slower. So, Mike asked? Well, it was okay, Raph answered reluctantly. After all the fuss he put up with, he didn't want Mike think he was going soft. Their conversation was interrupted as two people entered the alley. They were singing something in Spanish, out of tune, and slurry. 
Raph oh my grinned God. as he realized they, they, they are were gonna fucking, There's going to be a hate crime. They're going to beat up these fucking, you know, like, <laughs> Spaniards. <laughs> Just having a good time on St. Patrick's Day, enjoying the multicultural mosaic that is New York, and they're, they're going to get fucking beat up in an alley by two turtles. Yeah, pre-9-11, before the Arabs took the heat off of them, you know, fucking, the Puerto Ricans were not, like, doing well, you know. With the the racist turtle population. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, most of the city was doing really fine. It was really weird. 97% of all hate crimes were committed by reptiles. (laughs) (laughs) It was was outstanding. And they just couldn't do anything about it because they... uh, Well, they, they couldn't were catch them. Brothers, yeah, they weren't going to. Yeah, they wouldn't rat on each other because yeah, they were exactly. they were teenage brothers. And yeah. <laughs> Raph real Raph grinned as he realized that they were singing. They were each they were singing each singing a different song in Spanish. That's what the sentence says. Okay, so they're um, drunk. They're out of they're out of sync. Raph yeah. might be mistaken. They might be trying to sing the same song, but they're just they're in different parts of the song. They're in different keys because they're you know they're drunk and having fun. Yeah, and yeah. but I mean, even if they were singing the same song, Raph wouldn't be able to tell because Raph only speaks one language, and it's American. Yeah, it's <laughs> violence, and also he has internal ears. Um, <laughs> Raph actually can't hear, so he he's just taking an educated guess. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he actually isn't, isn't even sure if they're if uh, they're singing in Spanish or not. But their uh, comically large sombreros have tipped him yeah. off. Yeah, their three foot long mustaches and small black <laughs> guitars are. Um, <laughs> their silver com- trim suits and their and their spurs on their boots. <laughs> <laughs> two drunk, two drunkers at four o'clock. Raph, evasive maneuvers, mon capitaine. Mike whispered with a French accent, smirking at the swaggering fools. Raph's suppressed laugh came out in a snort. <laughs> the two drunks looked over in their direction. Who is there? Surrendered or die, El Villano, one of them said with a heavy Spanish accent. Then, to both of the turtles' surprise and horror, he pulled out a semi-automatic handgun and shot three times. <laughs> so what? He oh. did not give them any time to surrender, by the way. He just started firing. <laughs> Jesus the two Christ. shots well, thank didn't goodness e- their carapaces protected them. Yeah. I mean they're not they're not bugs, I guess. They're, they're shells. <laughs> carapaces. <laughs> they're exoskeletons. Easily yeah, deflected the bullets. What do you call it on a turtle? It's just a shell. <laughs> I know it's a shell, but I was trying Heroes to be a little, little, little fancier with turtle it. Turtle power. I understand that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the first two shots didn't even come close to them, but the third, Raph had to dodge. We gotta get away from him, Mike prompted Raph, who was growling and bristling at the guy who had the gun, wanting to jump at him and preparing to do so at any second. Raph, he's drunk. You can't kill him. We have to find a piece of way to get that gun away from him. Remember, he's drunk, so he doesn't really know what he's doing. Does he usually kill people? Why would he ever have to kill him? Just go fucking whip his ass, dude. Whoop his ass. Whip his ass. Whip his ass. <laughs> get kinky yeah. with it. Fucking, you know, but like it's a holiday. But yeah, just go kick his ass. What do you what, what why why is killing him even on the table? Does Raph usually kill people? <laughs> Raph is the only Ninja Turtle. Well, yeah, Raph definitely kills people. He he sharpens his size. <laughs> and uh yeah, while the rest of them are like piling up the Foot Clan, like for the police to capture, Raph is like slitting their throats. <laughs> right, that's why Donnie gets the swords, or that's why Leonardo gets the swords because you know he's not uh, yeah. a murderer. If, yeah. if, if, if <laughs> Raph had him, he'd be twice them. as deadly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
We gotta find the way to get a gun away from him, Mike prompted Raph, who was growling and bristling at the guy who had the gun, wanting to jump him and preparing to do so at any second. Raph, he's drunk. You can't kill him. We have to find a peaceful way to, a peaceful way to get the gun away from him. Remember, he's drunk, so he doesn't really know what he's doing. He shot Raph a gun muttered at you. some obscenities under his breath. You know, Mike, for once, I just like to have to not have to do the right thing and kill him. Why, why did murder come up so quickly? I know I complained about it and derailed the whole thing, but like, he, okay, first of all, Michelangelo, um, being not very smart in this situation, you're like, oh, what? How is there a non? Is Michael? Tell me a non-peaceful way to deal with someone who just shot at you with a gun. You know, a non-peaceful like, way. Sorry, a a peaceful way. A, a peaceful a, like, way. You know, I would probably yeah. just run in most scenarios. Yes, but if you were a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Oh, okay. Then I'd throw. Then I'd, uh, I'd I'd stab them and kill them. <laughs> okay. All right. Then you are no help. You know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Continue on. I'm just a. I think they could have found a smoother way to transition from like having a good time to you know discussing Raphael's you know a uh, uh, thirst for murder. <laughs> thirst for blood. Yeah. Uh. Raphael muttered some obscenities under his breath. Cock balls. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Mike, just for once, I'd like to not do the right thing and kill one of them. They're afraid of... They're afraid... What am I fucking doing? They're afraid of us. We are the winners, one of the drunkards said triumphantly. Yeah, you you shot a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you make them dead, the other one said. They came towards the turtles to check their handiwork. Holy frijoles, one of them exclaimed. As dos tortugas. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, they're just stupid Irish foreigners, the one with the gun replied. So so the author's racist, but also he's written these, these fucking these new york spaniards to be fucking racist as well because they're like oh you know what's the difference between like a man-sized turtle and an irishman not much (laughs) (laughs) that's just what they all look like over there yeah holy frijoles one of them exclaimed es dos tortugas (laughs) nah they just the stupid irish foreigners with the one with the gun replied look who's talking Graf grumbled. Why don't you go back to your own country, you stupid, dirty, drunken Mexicans? Oh <laughs> my goodness. Okay. All right. So, so we weren't kidding. Raphael is just fucking racist. Like, <laughs> we are no Mexicans. One of them ex- exclaimed. We are Spaniards. The one with the gun added, waving the pistol like a sword. On guard. The gun went off. Ah oh, shit. Raph said, and both turtles hit the ground, covering their heads. To their surprise, there was the sound of shattering glass above them, and an unidentified object fell on the one who had the gun, who had the gun's head, and knocked him out. Oh, the one who had the gun's head and knocked yeah. him out. Sorry, that's yeah, not the head of oddly. the gun, the head of the man. Yeah, yeah. it was like the gun's mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. Upon closer examination, Mike found that the object was a flower box. Raph quickly snatched the gun from the unconscious man's fingers and then used the butt of it to knock the other guy out. Now where's the police er, Now where's the police when you need them, Mike said. 
You'd think they'd have interrupted our fun by now. <laughs> Do you think they're having fun, Jordan? I think they're having a grand old time. Well, you know, Raph was just waiting to let off a little bit of steam, fucking telling some people to go back to go back where they come from. So, you know, fucking yes, I think that's the most fun he's had in a week. So if he yeah. if he can't murder someone, he in the very least wants to make some <laughs> some like uh, some jingoistic comments. And Mikey doesn't care. Mikey's having a great time because you know what? He's a silent supporter. Even though he's not saying it, he you know, it's it's understood that this is how all the turtles think. <laughs> yeah. Mike well, Mike doesn't just what doesn't want want to get shot, really, and he doesn't want to kill. But, you know, <laughs> he's still racist though. Yeah. He, he's just not as racist as Raphael is. Raphael yeah. is a Raphael actually wears a red mask because of MAGA. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was getting on early. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> it's just like I don't even want to dive into it too much. First of all, like I don't know like why they would assume they were Mexican. If you were in New York, you wouldn't you assume that they were, you know, um I like how you knew right away that they were Spanish. But Yeah, the, well uh, I kept calling them Spaniards, but I wasn't <laughs> <laughs> You were positive. Yeah, we couldn't be couldn't be sure about anything, but I definitely wouldn't assume that they were Mexican. Not that like yeah. people from Mexico can't go to New York, but like you know, there's a reason why they have more of a. Um, I said it earlier. What is it? Um, holy frijoles. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why they have more holy frijoles in New York. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's great. Also, like it, I feel like gives us some insight into where the author is from, because like. Uh, <laughs> Like, I don't think a lot of New Yorkers are going around talking about Mexicans going back to Mexico. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I will say that I read the author's uh, bio, which is not super long, but uh, where the author is from is actually South Dakota. So, okay. um, <laughs> so then never mind. I have no fucking idea where he's getting <laughs> where he's where he's getting any of that from. <laughs> He's getting him. I also like how the the fan fiction starts with a preface about it, as if like he's like, now listen, I know it's gonna get a little real, but it's important to the story. Yeah, like look, it's really <laughs> important that like that we understand, you know, that the that Raphael does not appreciate immigrants. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, really good stuff. Why don't you go um, back to the sewers, huh, <laughs> Raph? You fucking abomination. Yeah, <laughs> you man-sized turtle, you freak! Now where's the police when you need them? Mike said. You'd think they would have interrupted our fun by now. Let um, a siren answered Mike's question. Raph spared a look at his brother, then glanced at the two unconscious men on the ground. He ditched the gun, and they took off before the cops got there. Let's see the let's see the cops figure that one out. Mike told his brother as they got to the rooftops. I hope for both our sakes they don't. What? Oh, because he wants them to be let like back out on the street so we can murder them? Is that the idea? I don't think that's the idea, but sure, let's go with that. But what, what the hell do you think he means by that, then? I think he just doesn't want to get caught by the cops for, like, beating up two Spaniards. Well, why, they're not going to catch you. You live in the sewers. You're in disguise. No one, People don't even know that you exist. All right, whatever. Two dark shadows flew over the rooftops of New York <laughs> with pristine ease. In a mad race, looking like a pair of oddly shaped shadows, tricks to the eye of casual observers, but in every way, real. Raphael chased after Mike, enjoying the night air, and starting to feel good that he'd come out with Mike. 
His eyes flicked forward to catch Mikey, doing a cheesy jump, spinning, then landing on the next rooftop. Perfect double axle, Mike called to him. Raf laughed at his, bro- at his corny brother and leapt across the same gap between the buildings. The tails of the green suit fluttering out behind him. The coat slowed him down a little and threw off his momentum, and he thought about ditching it, but he knew Mikey had gone through some trouble to get a hold of these, so he couldn't risk losing it. Duck! Oh, sorry. Dork! Raph told his brother, who was walking on his hands. He ran by with an arm, with an arm out to tip Mike over, the, uh, and then ran to the edge of a building and jumped to the next. Behind him, Mike rolled on his shell at breakneck speed to catch up with his brother. Not an easy thing to do, considering Raph was clocking along at a pretty high speed, too. I don't know if clocking along is the correct usage of that term, but... Like, you can clock a high speed, but I don't think you can be clocking along. <laughs> sure. Uh, sure. <laughs> As Mike caught up with his older brother, Raph disappeared between the two buildings, jumping down the fire escape and climbing down a few steps. Raph was at the bottom. By that, by that time, Michelangelo peeped down at him. Raph made a face at his brother. Mikey leapt between the space between the two fire escapes and grabbed onto it. He acted as though he was monkey as well as part turtle. Told you, I'm faster than Greek lightning, Mikey said with a smile. That's greased lightning, okay. you dweeble. Right. <laughs> well, I'm glad one of them said it. <laughs> yeah, whatever, Mike said as he drew his attention to the surroundings. Hey, where are we? I don't know. Raph took a whiff of the air. Whew, P.U. Smells like a hog farm. We're probably down by the old rendering plants, Mike concluded. Probably. Just then, Mikey spotted a sign with a marquee... L- uh, a light-up marquee sign that said, Happy St. Patrick's Day from Skelly's Pub. Free tap beer for all leprechauns. He pointed to oh, the sign. Raph looked back drunk. at the... <laughs> Raph looked back and turned to Mikey. So, he asked, you think we should dare? I'm in the mood for some brew. You? Raph nodded. They went to the bar and were surprised there was no bouncer. Probably the only pub in town without one. No bouncer and free beer? This is a trap. A trap for <laughs> leprechaun turtles. You know, maybe the author is a, you know, we're, I'm not giving him enough credit. They were showing that, you know, people hear Spanish and think, you know, Mexicans in America, you know. Oh, you think it was a the, reflection of our own racism. <clears throat> yeah, he didn't even consider the possibility that, you know, they weren't speaking Mexican Spanish. You know, he doesn't yeah. know the difference. I mean, they still were wearing huge sombreros, though. Yeah, they were wearing huge sombreros, and they in, they started the conversation by saying, holy frijoles. Yeah, and they um, did throw into the... Uh, before they started shooting, they did throw a piñata into the air <laughs> and shoot many holes in it <laughs> before they began shooting at the turtles. The place had a dark atmosphere. That suited the turtles just fine. It seemed like the less people, uh, the less people that saw them, the better. So what about those free? Episode of the Twilight Zone. There's a haunted bar. They died. They were shot to death by the Mexicans in the alley, and now their (laughs) spirits have, you know, moved across the astral plane to this haunted bar. So what about those free beers? Mike asked Raph. Raph grinned. He marched right up to the bar and authoritarily told the bartender, which is two words, about the sign outside. The bartender humored them and told them that he wouldn't, he couldn't give a rat's ass that they, that he couldn't give a rat's ass and that they could have all the free beer, all the free tap beer they wanted as long as they didn't tell his boss. 
It's on the sign. What do you mean, his boss? That's, 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 something's fishy here. You know, something smells <laughs> like turtle shit here. Something, yes. Something doesn't scratch quite right, Jordan. Yeah, let that let that baby man out. I'm gonna. I need to plug in my computer really quick. One second. Okay. You hypothesize, Jordan. Well, I don't see any way that they that this could be a trap specifically designed for the turtles because oh, why would they assume they're dressed as leprechauns? Why would they assume they'd be at this part of town since they only seem to have gone there because they were fleeing from previous altercation? You know, um, and who are they known for drinking beer in the first place? Maybe Michelangelo since he likes pizza. You know, pizza and beer, classic combo, I guess. Um, but uh, no, it doesn't. Uh, it's drink, not. No, of course, they're known for drinking beer. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Every episode, beer and pizza. They're the world's drunkest fighting team. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why the ch- oh god, that's why the cheese is so stringy. All their pizza, they just like is filled with beer. It's awful. Yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> they're I mean, it's getting not, it's drunk not grease all coming night, off of it. And then they're gonna go out and fight teenage mutant ninja turtles. No, I don't. Uh, the, the whole thing. It definitely seems fishy. Like, something's going on in this bar, but if it turns out that it's a trap designed for the turtles, I'm going to call bullshit. Also, is Casey Jones going to show up? You know, it seems like he'd show up on, like, a on like a drunken night out, you know? Yeah, he'd come in. Yeah, they well, there's no bouncer. I was going to say they wouldn't let the guy wearing the hockey mask in the bar, but I guess, like, there's no bouncer. So he just comes right in, sits next to the, the Tortugas, yeah. you know, and just starts drinking free beer as well. I mean, the if bar you're, t- it's just... If just wearing green makes you a leprechaun, then sure, well, you could just wear a green mask, whatever. I mean, the turtles are, like, six feet tall, aren't they? Like, you know, it's not like anything about them screams leprechaun. Are they six feet tall? No, aren't in the cartoon, aren't they shorter than all the people? Are they? I don't know. Yeah, I think they're shorter than, like, April O'Neil and everything, right? Because they're more, like, uh, shred... Or they're more, like, uh... Uh... Well, they're teenagers, so, you know, they're not done growing. That's true. They've got another two years of growing, of shell thickening to do. You looking up a a height chart? Um, I'm just trying to find pictures of them, like, in general from the 80s cartoon. Because if you look them up, most of what comes up is, like, the CG cartoon from the 2010s that must have ran for a long time, I guess, because it seems to be, like, really saturated. Like... I never saw that one. It was like after my, you know, cartoon time, but I guess it penetrated pretty well <laughs> for the kids, you know. I guess it penetrated the kids pretty well. <laughs> yeah, um, please don't say that. <laughs> so, the youth. But then in like the Michael Bay one, they're fucking they're, they're big. Well, we're not this is that's way far off. We're just talking yeah, about Yeah, this is the, the the writer would would have not known about the Michael Bay one just yet. <laughs> <laughs> almost 30 years later yeah or 20 years later um the yeah no you're right they're small i don't know why i'm so like i'm like looking for evidence that like they are taller no they're they're tiny so i guess they could be leprechauns three to four feet that's really tiny people would be they would be getting noticed out there even in their trench coats if they were that short people like there are children out here <laughs> they're like children chil- green children in trench coats walking around green racist children like Okay. All right. Fine. Anyway, so let's. So, I, what's going on with this bar? The bartender humored them and told them that he couldn't give a rat's ass, and that they could have as much free beer, free tap beer they wanted, as long as they didn't tell his boss. Raph and Mike each nabbed a glass and went to look for a table. The place was kind of crowded, but two girls invited them to sit with them at a booth. 
The girls were awful pretty. A freckled redhead named Amanda and a blonde named Elizabeth. Maybe it was because they had both been drinking, but the turtles' appearances didn't bother them at all. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the reason. <laughs> I don't think, I don't care how, uh, how, how low your standards are. I don't think anyone's trying to fuck the four-foot-tall fucking turtle. <laughs> the human yeah. turtle. Sorry, guys. It's just, uh, you're going to have to trick them, and that's not good. It would be better yeah. to find some lady turtles. Elizabeth was playing footsie with Raph, and she was sitting close to him with her hand on his thigh. She was telling him that she loved his leprechaun costume and how cute he was. Amanda was warming up to Mike, too. She wasn't moving much, but she had rested her head on his shoulder and was babbling on and on about Ireland or the Emerald Isle, as she kept calling it. After a while, (laughs) these turtles fucking hate other countries. They hate foreigners. They can't fucking, they're barely tolerating these bitches. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, if I wasn't, if I didn't think I was going to get fucked tonight, like there's no way I'd be letting this Irish bitch sit anywhere near me. (laughs) Oh my God, dude. (laughs) After a while, Amanda stopped babbling and fell asleep on Mike's shoulder. Mike sighed with the pleasure of having a woman so close to him. At the same time, Raph had drained his beer mug. Elizabeth eagerly went to get him some more. So, Mike said after she left, having fun? Raph chuckled low. Lots of it, Mike. (laughs) Told you going out on St. Pat's Day was fun? Yeah, once we got away from those drunken bastards with guns and the cops. So what are we going to tell Leo when we get in? He's going to be pissed we ran off without telling him first. Ah, screw Leo. He can kiss my carapace. Hey, what do you fucking know? (laughs) Bring it back. (laughs) Both Mike and Raph laughed as as Elizabeth returned to the booth. Mike smirked as he watched Raph undress her with his eyes. Sure, they were going to be in trouble when they got back to the lair. But hey, it was well worth it. The end. They're going to be in trouble when it's on the news that (laughs) two women claim to be raped by reptiles. I mean, it breaks a great headline, but it's not. (laughs) Yeah, in the same night, two two Spanish nationals were stabbed in an alleyway on St. Patrick's Day. All right, well, that was Leprechauns by Micah. What do you think, Jordan? What I think, I don't (laughs) know. Most of my thoughts have to do with like uh, trying to piece together the lineage of Raphael as a as a as a fucking like serial killer, you know, <laughs> or you know as like as like a violent antisocial personality. Because like I didn't know that was a thing going all the way back to the '80s cartoon. I knew it was a thing in the movies, and like and in like the TV show for, you know from the 2000s that like I watched that he was a little you know more serious about the whole crime fighting thing, yeah. like. Uh, that he and you know and he, that he was more violent, but I didn't know that. <laughs> I well, you didn't know that he early. hated Mexicans. I didn't know that like he hated Mexicans and Irish people, and that like he <laughs> he he craved murder. You know <laughs> that like deep down he wished he was killing like every you know the criminal that he came in contact with. It doesn't even and the thing is it doesn't even seem like there's an ideological bend to it besides the racism because like you know he doesn't say anything about like. I want to protect the city and, you know, like, I I just can't stand people who take from others, who pick on the little guy. He just says, like, I wish I could kill him. 
Like, which, yeah. which says to me that, you know, he, he's just thinking that about everyone he encounters, you know, throughout the day. He's just like, God damn, I wish I could kill everyone. But these people are at least giving me an excuse yeah. by pulling a gun on me. By being know. different. <laughs> by be, yeah, by, by, by speaking a different language. And, <laughs> you know, they're attracting my ire. Yeah, so... um. Uh, Mikey, there's nothing. There's, no, there's nothing really to comment on. He, yeah. He's he's he himself. He's making like on model. Like Mikey yeah. seemed like pretty. Like he was a little goofy. He was a little more playful. But he wa- ultimately wanted to do the right thing. Uh, yeah. You know, wanted to stop people from getting killed unnecessarily, and wanted to go yeah, out he, and have fun. Also, an didn't enabler. say anything hateful. Yeah. What did he enable? He just brought Raph an- out for a good night on the town. Bit of an enabler, Michael. I'm gonna go ahead and say that silence equals violence. If I'm honest, okay. so you know. Um, you know, he he maybe could have a conversation with his brother at the bar. Be like, you know what, ladies? Like, I understand that like we're all here to have a good time, but I got to talk to to my to my brother for a minute here and say, <laughs> Raph, what? Uh, we've been having a good time, and I'm glad that we're here together. But uh, what the fuck? <laughs> Are you okay? Like, do you want to talk about it? Yeah. What other uh, what other ethnicities do you think Raphael has a problem with? Yeah, right. Thank God he didn't encounter any black people. I don't think yeah. we could have read it if if he had. Yeah, no, definitely not. Um. <laughs> it's really telling about the legacy of imperialism that uh, Raphael has, imp- <laughs> even though he's not white because he is a turtle, has embraced white power. Yeah. You know, and nationalism as a you know he's in- he's really internalized that. Yeah, Raphael he's has a, a... He's really he's really internalized it. He's really, yeah, he's, you know... <laughs> fuck, man, he's internalized it. You can't get rid of that once it's in. Yeah. It's not even white power. He's got, like, a... He, like, I mean, it's all the martial arts, man. He's got, like, the fucking imperial Japanese flag on his, on his wall in, the, in, his sewer, in his sewer room. And he just, you know, he's just like, someday. <laughs> yeah. It's something not often discussed in the fandom, but Raphael does... Would eventually like to institute a um, <laughs> a Japanese ethno state <laughs> in <Yeah>. America. <laughs> Raphael identifies as a Japanese imperialist. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, I don't know. It was fine. It was you know they were characterized well. Yes, like the 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 fact that the author thought that they needed to be racist was like important <laughs> to the realism of the characters. Just says something about you know the 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 time period that it was written in, you know, which is fine. Um, it's not like people don't fucking talk that way and worse today, you know, but like the fact that like, he was like, this is how normal good people speak. <laughs> this is how like normal, well-meaning people speak. Cause like you could find a character written to be, you know, ig- not a bad person, um, but ignorant, like in media today. But I don't think you would have the author being like, but this is to like, you know, portray like the layman. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know the normal person. This is how normal you know, everyday people think, <laughs> um, even so, if it's still true. Like uh, we've uh, we hold our fictional characters to a higher standard. I think. <laughs> I mean, it should at least. I think the main thing with the main thing that separates like true narrative from something experimental, um, and obviously fan fiction is like it's it like fucking crosses the void because it's you've got people who are really trying to like write something that could potentially be published in the sense that like that's the quality of it and then you have people who are literally like i have to jerk off now but i don't have anything to jerk off to so there's like (laughs) there's like a whole breadth of like you know that that kind of different it crosses the void like i said so Mm -hmm. but i think the main difference is that 
when you have uh, character traits like that in fiction, there's like a reason for it. Because if there's no reason for it, it's unsatisfying. In real life, that's not always the case. And in fact, a lot of the time, it's not the case. People just mm-hmm. grow up a certain way or, you know, the things that cause people to have those beliefs are so small and accumulate over such a long period of time that they're not even worth dissecting. Um, it's, uh, but like, yeah, that's unsatisfying. <laughs> yeah, like... And normally in like short form, you know, like like a television show, like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, if something like that came up, it would be it would be because they were going to reckon with it in the same story. Yeah, you know? there would whether be a or reason not for that's, it. Yeah, whether or not that like after school special style of storytelling is a positive thing, you know, it like is up for debate. But like that is normally how it would be dealt with or if it was like a series long arc you know that they would someone would pull raf aside and be like why are you so angry yeah. <laughs> like, like it would also have to know. be they'd have to do it like it would have to be like shredder where like you know he beats up all the other turtles you know Raphael's the last one standing and then like Raphael says something like that and then you know shredder like disarms him and is like you know like i may be a bad guy who wants to take over the city and see like you know the remnants of splinters like dojo crushed beneath my feet, but I do it, you know, for me, I don't do it out of hate. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yes. You should take a long look in the mirror and find out why you think those things. Yeah. <laughs> and Raphael's just like, goddamn Dominican. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh okay. So in the reviews, cause uh, fanfiction.net has uh, reviews. Um, most of the reviews are written like around the time this was published, like within the, the next year or two. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm going to read two reviews really quick. Uh, okay. so Renette too, uh, replied to this story, uh, on April 11th, the year 2000 and said, uh, it was okay until I got to the dirty Mexicans bit, a little out of character for Raph and offensive. I'll oh, see the SJWs just want to take away all of our fan fictions. <laughs> the world's the, first the, SJW. The social justice warrior turtles fucking want to <laughs> want us to all just, you know, crawl, crawl away, fucking going back into your shell and we'll fucking Sharpie safe space hey. onto it, liberal. <laughs> um, so. um, and uh, I, I wanted to read that because uh, there's only one other review uh, that mentions the racism and it's written by a. Uh, by Pa Written on February 3rd, 2011. So literally 11 years later. Um, and Pa Written says, Dude, well done. I liked the relationship between the boys. And everyone whining about stereotyping. Everyone stereotypes someone one way or another. It's not racist. It's just human nature. Peace. <laughs> so he saw one comment <laughs> mentioning <Yeah>. it <laughs> fucking was like i can't <laughs> i can't believe the ignorance of this commenter <laughs> daring to challenge the, <laughs> the racist stereotyping in the story okay I, I, good yeah. that's great i love in a comment section when you can clearly tell that like a person was just waiting to say something and like they needed an excuse like when someone you know is like I c- all these people and you look through the whole section and it's either yeah. one person or sometimes no people at all yeah like they- <laughs> oh that's good um yeah it's neat how old it is i think that i think that is there's something i think is a 
like through line in fan fiction, even going all the way back to this time, which is that when it's fan fiction of characters who tend to take part in serialized stories, that what the fanfic writers are often craving is like more like focus on, you know, just a couple of characters, right? Because like in a TV show, uh, unless you have like a special side adventure episode, most of the time everyone needs to be represented. April needs to show up. All the turtles need to show up. Splinter needs to show up. Shredder might show up, depending on the villain. You know, like Casey Jones needs to show up. They have to all get a little bit of screen time so they don't get to like develop individual relationships um, very well just because of the format, right? Like, and I think we've seen in multiple fan fictions like this. Tend, uh, this trend of like separating two characters and getting to like let them have a moment, you know? Um, yeah, uh, I, I think I think I, I would totally agree with that. And I think it probably mm-hmm. largely stems from the crave that uh, like the craving that like fans of any show, any 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 kind of show really have when they're reading or they're or, or sorry, they're watching a show. And there will be those moments where like sometimes it's literally just a moment and then sometimes it's just a scene. Um, but where two characters who maybe aren't grouped together all that often do share a moment and they kind of crave like, oh, but what if there was more to that moment? Like, what if this relationship was deeper? The implication that uh, being that the turtles are, you know, actual brothers and they live together and they fight together and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, and not to mention that they don't really hang out with anyone else because they're mutant freaks who live in the sewer um, th- th- expanding on their like interpersonal relationships is not like a, a, a task that, you know, is like silly or, or foolish. It totally makes sense to want to expand on that. Um, it's just funny that like what overshadows the kind of good work that is done in this story is just the totally comically unnecessary racism <laughs> Um, yeah that the author was aware of i think that's the weirdest part it's like if he was if he had enough self-reflection to to put an addendum on the story then why include it at all yeah (laughs) like once i I imagine that was placed there after people commented on it and then one guy yeah (laughs) and then that that begs the question like you know like if you think it's important to the story don't say anything if you don't think it's important to the story why is it in there at all? You know what I mean? Cause like, mm-hmm. I, I think I get what, I mean, well, I don't agree with the guy who's like, you know, that's not racist cause it is. But what mm-hmm. I, what I think the argument could be made in some works is that like, you know, yeah, in the real world, there are racial tensions and yeah. exploring racism in like a realistic way is like definitely something that fiction can do. It can do it good. It yeah. can do it poorly. But that is not like something that I think is objectionable, just like anything else, just like other serious topics like, you know, rape or terrorism or or, you know, like family drama or like, you know, literally anything like you can tell a story about anything if you're able to like kind of, you know, give some sort of a like satisfying, you know, narrative to it or maybe like analyze it from a different way. Um, Yeah. But but this exists mm -hmm. Basically for no reason, because it's not not only is it not like about racism, but it doesn't even like it's not even like a a core part of the story. It like 
it exists in like a vacuum within the story that it takes place in because yeah. the part before the racism is about St. Patty's Day and the part after is about St. Patty's Day and the part with the racism is just like a weird encounter in an alleyway. <laughs> it's not like, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I, I, here's my read on it and why I think that it could work. It just wasn't executed very well. You could say that a person with a reactionary mindset who is... Um, Who's interested in, you know, like, uh, like serious action, right, against like what they perceive to be threats, you know, like a decisive, like, you know, execution of, uh, of like problems in the world. You could see that a person like that might also have <laughs> some uh, not great beliefs when it comes to, you know, like people from other countries, because it's sort of a, it's sort of a close minded and like, um, like small, I'm trying to think of the word to say it, not small argument. It's like, it's simple solutions to complex problems. Killing someone is a simple solution to a complex issue, yeah. right? And I think that like oftentimes, you know, prejudice and racial prejudice are the same thing. You know, it's like uh, identifying issues that you have in your life and that you see in the world around you and misattributing them to, you know, uh, race or class or what have you. And then coming up with really, you know, simple, like brute solutions. So mm -hmm. like that you could make the case for that in Raphael's character. If he is, you know, reactionary in one way, he could be, you know, similarly reactionary in another. I don't think that that doesn't make sense for his character i just don't think it was done very well i mean it wasn't so. done at all like you all yeah. <laughs> of what you just said all of what you just said i think is good and if you wanted to tell a whole fan fiction about that i think it's probably doable like i said I, I think you can tackle any of these issues but mm -hmm. most of that is stuff that you've projected onto Raphael because i didn't know i pick any of that up I <laughs> Well, the reason I think that is because the author was aware enough that it was an issue that he not only added the, you know, the addendum to the story, mm -hmm. but he also in the story had the Spaniards respond by saying, hey, dumbass, I'm Spanish. Yeah. So like, you know, so he understood that Raphael was in the wrong in the text. It's not meant to be a positive quality. And like I said, it's paired very close to, you know, the the. Uh, the line where Raphael expresses that he would like to murder people. So yeah. like, I think the author had some idea. Um, he well, just you have a more charitable view on it than I do. I don't think the <laughs> author was racist. I think the author just wanted to like simulate city life and they did it in a, in a silly way. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're right. That's fair. Um, it comes across more like flavor text than like anything to, but the thing is that that's fine in like a really long story in a movie in a book, you know, like whatever, like it doesn't work when your story is five pages long. Um, yeah. because in, in that situation, everything needs to be a part, like, um, an explicit part of the story that you're telling right now. Like the details are important. <laughs> like, yeah, they can't one, be superfluous like that. 100%. Yeah, that's, that's 100% true. I think you gotta like, the real estate is way more valuable when you're only using 2000 words to tell a story. So you really got to make sure that, you know, if you're going to make it about racism, make it about racism. If you're going to tell a story about them having a night on the town, that's fine too. But you gotta, you know, you gotta make that part of the, part of the thing. Um, yeah. But that's all I have to say about it, and I don't think there's that much more to unpack, although uh, I am enjoying talking about it. Um, do you have any uh, final words on uh, on the Leprechauns by Micah? <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. You know what? My final 
thoughts are is that I think we should do another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan fiction because I enjoyed thinking and talking about turtles because it's been a very long time since they were, you know, anything important to me. But uh, I'm just realizing how much I actually enjoy the setting <laughs> and the yeah. characters. Yeah, um, there's a like, lot. There's a lot to be done. So maybe maybe we'll try to pull up another one sometime soon to wash the uh, to wash the the racism out of our mouths. Um, yeah, because that would be nice. Uh, if you uh, liked what you heard, you can go to discussking.com/xreader and listen to all of our episodes, or you can download uh, episodes right to your smart device on. Uh, uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or even Google Podcasts and and quite a few other ones. In fact, um, it's a hell of a it's a hell of a setup we got going on. Um, next episode, we are going to be looking at something also not a fan fiction, but next episode we are going to be looking at something that I want to get everyone a little excited for. It's something real life, and we're going to be looking at a product that is on the market that you can go and buy. And, oh, that's um, fantastic. Do we have uh, one in the studio? We don't have one. Unfortunately, it costs quite a bit of money. But maybe ah. if we pool our uh, resources, we might be able to get a... Uh, All right, cut that out. Cut that a, part out. We don't, need, we don't need anyone to know. No, we, we, <laughs> it's right here. I'm holding it. Um, so, okay. <laughs> you, uh, might want to, uh, you might want to not be holding it. I'll just say that. <laughs> oh, ew. It's slimy. Where'd this come from? We took a big of a bit of a break, but we'll be back and uh, tr- hopefully on track. And uh, I'm looking forward to, to 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 beginning to wrap up this season of X Reader because I think it's been a really nice one so far. All right, dudes, have an excellent week. Oh, that's way too much, Bill and Ted. <laughs> Bill and Ted, it's too. Well, it's because I said excellent. That's yeah. the you know. If I said. Have a cowabungus time. Yeah, cowabungus. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> says cowabungus. I get no Um, what do you think of that video I sent you, Jordan? Do you have uh, <laughs> Do you have any thoughts? It reminded me of a time when all of my ads on YouTube seemed to be for like schizophrenia screening, <laughs> and how uncomfortable it was making me. I, there were two different periods where I kept getting ad, like ads that I didn't appreciate. And one 
was for was for AIDS medication and AIDS screening, and then another one was for like schizophrenia testing. And I'm just like, what what am I doing wrong? <laughs> that like, <laughs> like you know. Uh, you know that they think I'm crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, they if they think I'm gay. Whatever, I can understand that. You know, but like, uh, schizophrenia, really? You know, I think they're. Uh, I, what I'm saying is that I think Google thinks that homosexuality is a mental illness. Oh, okay, that's what you think. Yeah, I think they want to. Yeah. They want to. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so but yes, the video that you sent me, which is um, like you know a day in the life of a of like you know hearing voices or whatever, and it's like a guy getting ready in the morning while you know his voices like you know second guess him and fucking try to make him question himself and you know insult him and make him paranoid and whatever you know yeah uh, I um I didn't like it <laughs> it was it, <laughs> it was it was half funny but also like sort of uncomfortable they didn't ham it up too much. Yeah, like, they pulled their punches. Yeah, like though how the one guy sounded kind of like a robot who was just like they know because the woman there's two voices there's a man and a woman and the yeah. woman is hamming there's it up a, real a little bitch. bit and who's going like they hate you commander fucking and you know like she's talking to you <laughs> like she's like um like you're playing some RTS <laughs> you know she's like uh, I don't know why yeah. that's a thing in like the history of RTS games the really really hammy. Like, uh, like off screen, you know, like, uh, like lieutenant auditor who's, you know, watching everything you do. Yeah. <laughs> auditor. It's to tell, cause you might not be paying attention to your numbers, Jordan, if you're yeah. a noob like uh, me. Yeah. You need so. to have a computer lady tell you that you're doing it wrong. So that's the vibe that she had. Just like, it's raining outside. Yeah. <laughs> the, the rain is Where coming to you. Where did you learn to fly? Yeah. <laughs> but then the guy is just like, don't drink the coffee. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's poison. <laughs> they get to the door. It's just like, don't eat the pizza. It's poison. Well, now you have to eat the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you ordered a pizza. Why did you order a pizza? You didn't order a pizza. Anyway, like I, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael, are you a voice in my head? Well, I was about to say. I think it's funny that you said the thing about getting the Google ads, um, <laughs> telling you you were schizophrenic, because that's like. That's like, I feel like that's like confirmation that you're schizophrenic where like you call up Google and they're like, well, sir, actually you have, you have uh, Google plus, so you shouldn't be receiving any ads. <laughs> and you're like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> what have we yeah. just been my, the voices in my head? I thought it was weird that the ad was playing like in the background of the video. Yeah. It was audio only. I thought it was weird that it played even when my computer was out of batteries. These are the ads I get. By the way, Jordan, you, Michael, you need to you, you need to go ahead and pay. Google is like if you don't want to be on the alt right pipeline, you have to pay us. Like because fucking did you see the Terminator one? Terminate your freedom. Uh, do not mess with our country's flag. And no, I will not put a mask on my child. What the fuck? I don't know what type of ads I would be getting in this climate because I've had like YouTube premium for like five years now. But yeah. like Jordan's a YouTube elitist. He's part of the YouTube one percent. Well, I I am on YouTube a lot. I'm listening to shit in the background often. I use it for music more than Spotify even sometimes because Spotify's like organizational system is dog shit. Um, yeah. And the way that they recommend you stuff is dog shit. Like YouTube's algorithm for music is honestly I think better. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, so like I use YouTube a lot. Actually, I got a notification that was like, "Do, do you want to know your stats for this week?" It said that I had um, used YouTube. For thirty some hours, uh, Ooh. like in a week, using YouTube like it's your job. Which I'm not surprised because I also like tend to like 
because I have premium, I can, you know, turn the screen off. So I'll, like, have really long, boring shit playing, like, or stuff I've already seen when I go to sleep, you know? You'll throw some Legal Eagle on. No, I don't want to go to sleep to Legal Eagle. Ew. More some like... Some lockpicking lawyer. <laughs> oh, man. It's not even fun, dude. Those videos are just like, he opens it. You can tell by the length of the video how much satisfaction you're going to get. And they're all like 15 <laughs> seconds long. So, like, yeah. you know. Because <laughs> he's, un- he's unstoppable. Yeah, dude. Like, if you, when I, people watch those videos and they're like, it's so satisfying. It's so interesting. I'm like, I think it's a fucking horror movie. You know, it's 15 yeah. seconds of finding out how, like, if a dedicated person wants you your are. shit, like, <laughs> there is nothing you can do about it. <laughs> like, My favorite, though, is his comment section is always really funny because. Because he's like accidentally turned himself into a meme by just like because the videos are so like routine because mm-hmm. of how fast he does them. Yeah. Comment sections for his videos are always like, you know, like lock lock picking lawyer assassinates the president, and then in quotation marks it says like, and let's do it again just to make sure it wasn't a fluke. <laughs> <laughs> he's great. He's he's he is the kind of YouTuber that I want to watch, where I'm like, that dude, he makes 600 videos that are all the same formulaic thing, but they're mm-hmm. all a little different, and you know what you're going to get when you watch a video. That's like <laughs> consistency. Mwah, love it. They don't ever portray them as having ears at all. They just like they just totally bypass the subject. They don't have ears or noses, do they? Because if they no. had noses, they'd look like Barney. And uh, if they had ears, they'd be like freaky reptile ears. I know they're fucking. Um, it doesn't matter. They'd have freaky reptile ears. Like, yeah. so, so they just the don't turtles bother. have external ears. I think that they're like built into their to their neck, aren't they? Like they kind of like well, go some- into the. Like a some radiated slider. Have if you look holes at like and a, some don't have anything. I, I don't know about turtles. So I'm not sure. Uh, I'm gonna look up a turtle ear because All now right, I'm look curious. Look up a turtle ear. Do turtles have ears? The ear of the turtle is composed of several distinct parts, including the inner ear and middle ear. Oh, gee whiz! They have ears like like animals have ears. Tell me what fucking while they do while they may not have external ears like cats or dogs, and even humans do. They do have internal ears. They are hard to spot, impossible even, as the sides of a turtle's head are smooth <laughs> and lack the holes that we commonly associate with ears. Okay, They're so hard to spot, impossible even, especially for a lowly untrained noob like yourself. Right? I like the editorializing of like this like animal fact sheet. Um, yeah, that's good. That's, good. <laughs> no. that's real good. Yeah. So no, I'm looking at pictures of turtles. I guess you're right. I'd never. I just can. Yeah, that, I just thought if I looked hard enough, I'd find an ear on a turtle. But you know what? You know, uh, fucking no, egg on impossible. my face. Turtle egg on my face. Yeah. Let the seagulls uh, come and, and rip me apart. Let the oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>